Thankfully, obstetrical care keeps advancing and changing for the better. In 2018, the ACOG released a new committee opinion calling attention to, quote, the fourth trimester, end quote. This was a revitalized plan to engage postpartum women to try to prevent some of the increase in morbidity that happens immediately after birth. Traditionally, women were checked at about six weeks postpartum and then put on their way. But we now know that six weeks postpartum is vastly lacking in terms of follow-up. So ACOG in 2018 came up with the first 12 weeks postpartum called the fourth trimester. But a new commentary is being released in obstetrics and gynecology from the Green Journal stating that the fourth trimester, which is an incredible improvement over the first six weeks postpartum, but even 12 weeks postpartum is just not enough to prevent postpartum complications. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about the fourth trimester, an improvement, but not enough to prevent postpartum morbidity. You are now listening to my dad's podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, before we review this new commentary that the fourth trimester is just not long enough, let's review what this fourth trimester actually is. In that committee opinion from 2018, the college stated that there really should be an initial patient contact to identify any new concerns within the first three weeks postpartum. Now, this can be either in person or or as a televisit, for example, on the phone or a Zoom call or some other way if you can't do it in person. But for high-risk patients, the college states that ideally there should be follow-up within one to three weeks postpartum. And for patients who have hypertensive disorder of pregnancy and had severe blood pressure or severe criteria, those initially should be seen within 72 hours of discharge. But any hypertensive disorder of pregnancy, including gestational hypertension, the college states should have a blood pressure check no later than 7 to 10 days postpartum. Now, in the first 3 to 12 weeks after that initial contact, then ongoing follow-up and assessment should occur, including things like mental health assessment and checking for domestic or partner violence. Now, no later than 12 weeks, there also should be a comprehensive well-woman visit that includes assessment of physical, social, and psychological well-being like we just discussed. So remember, first contact within the first three weeks or sooner if they're high risk, and no later than 12 weeks, a comprehensive wellness visit that includes physical, social, and psychological well-being. Now, this is why this is such a crucial issue. One-third of pregnancy-related deaths occur the first week through one year after delivery. We need to say that again. One-third of all pregnancy-related deaths occur after the first week through one year after delivery. 
That, of course, is a time when women have the least interaction with the healthcare system and arguably when they need this interaction the most. Furthermore, significant racial disparities do plague pregnancy-related deaths. Black women are three to four times more likely to die of a pregnancy-related cause than white women. The current healthcare system does not prioritize care in the year after delivery and lacks an individual approach that ensures postpartum patients are connected to the care that they need. So as a result, women in the year after delivery continue to have adverse outcomes and morbidity and mortality rates still remain high with persistent disparities. Now, look, as women's healthcare providers, I understand that we have to be very specific in what we do. and We just don't have time to be everything to everyone. And that's actually where some of the problem lies. Obstetric care largely has focused on medical comorbidities and pregnancy outcomes. And that's not bad. It's good that it's done that. But it's limited to those two things specifically. For example, the presence of mental health disorders and social determinants of health traditionally have not been given the same importance or attention as diabetes or hypertension. However, suicide and drug overdoses are significant contributors to preventable maternal mortality in the first year after childbirth. In some parts of the country, that actually surpasses hypertensive disorders of pregnancy and hemorrhage as causes of death. Listen to this clinical pearl. It's been published that 6% of visits within the first 20 days after childbirth were related to mental health. That's more than hemorrhage, wound complications, or cardiomyopathy. Healthcare professionals who provide obstetric care are uniquely positioned to alter the trajectory of these disparate maternal outcomes and have a positive lasting effect. Now, to achieve this, several steps have to be taken. First, of course, is that we first have to fully integrate the pregnancy episode into the woman's health continuum by considering the post-delivery period through one year as an integral part of a person's care. Now, this requires placing value on the post-delivery transition as a critical period in the ongoing health of our patients. Now, this demands a shift in how we think about, provide, and teach postpartum care in our birthing facilities and within our residency training programs. Also importantly, it requires that healthcare payment models, of course, align with this approach. And I know that's what you all are thinking. Well, that's great. Well, who's going to pay for that? Well, that will come second. But first, we have to demand the change first for change to happen. So don't worry about that. It's going to come because these are going to be federal or national mandates as we try to reduce maternal morbidity and mortality on a national level. And next, we can't do this by ourselves. This has to be a multi-pronged approach that includes a needs assessment and then bringing in other services, including psychology, psychiatry, internal medicine, or whoever else is necessary, knowing that OBGYN at times may not have all the resources ourselves. This also can include community health workers and access to telehealth and other ways to get patients educated that the first year postpartum really is a critical time in that transition. So here it is, to meaningfully reduce maternal morbidity and mortality and those disparities that occur, it's essential to focus our attention as healthcare workers on that year after delivery, to work collectively, and to think outside of the box to try to find ways to reach these patients, even if it's telecommunication or televisits, if that's available, so that we know that patients are kept both physically and mentally health up to 12 months, not 12 weeks postpartum. I know what you're thinking. That's great. It's pie in the sky. No one's going to cover this for a year postpartum. 
Not necessarily, because changes are happening. Now, I know that there's some issues involved and not everything has worked out, but at least we're making the step in the right direction because on April the 12th, 2021, and as point of reference, we're taping this on April the 13th, 2021. So yesterday, Illinois made the decision to provide Medicaid benefits to eligible mothers for up to 12 months postpartum. That's a major extension from the previous 60-day limit. So remember, this is now in the state of Illinois doing Medicaid benefits postpartum for up to 12 months after delivery. So things are changing, but of course, it's slow, not everything has worked out, and I'm sure there's going to be some road bumps, but at least we're moving again in the right direction. All right, podcast family, it's our job to keep everyone up to date on stuff happening as it happens. So yesterday from today's podcast, Illinois made the decision to change postpartum care for 12 months. A new commentary is coming out in the Green Journal, which we've summarized here, saying that the fourth trimester is not enough. You see, that's why we do this podcast, trying to keep everyone communicating and up to date and just current on things as they happen. So we appreciate you being part of our podcast family. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.